Mommy, you miss me, don't you? Haters, wish you could hit me, don't you? <laughs> you should call me uncle, I understand. I'm backed by popular demand. That new CL slide, outside of Popeyes, eating chicken and fries. Yeah, come holla at your uncle, I understand. I'm back by- Welcome to the Popular Demand Podcast, I'm your host, Jay. Today, my co-host, Cord. Hey, back in the building. And the first place we're going to start today is, Cole, I want to talk to you about Meek Mill. Shout out to Meek Mill. Shout out to Philly. And I want to talk to you about the new direction that Meek Mill seems to be going in. You, you, you heard the song, um, you listen to the song Stay Woke? Yeah, yeah. I was, I, 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 seen, the, I seen the clip of the BET performance, uh, I really liked it. So, okay, so you seen the BT performance, you heard the song. Did you get to listen to the um, Legends of the Summer EP? I have not. That shit is bumping core. I'm telling you, fam. Like, it's more bumping than even me- normal Meek Mill. Like, it's, it's really, really, really good. I would have said, I was like, we really being real. Like, he kind of been on a streak for, he been on a streak for a minute now. Yeah, yeah McMill's music, like, don't get me wrong, McMill has always been a good rapper. But it seems like his music has been trending in an upper direction ever since that fatal Meek Mill versus Drake beef. Yeah, when Drake turned him, when Drake turned him to a turned him into a pack, sent him to the Afterlife, he came back two times stronger. I will give him that credit. The four, four EP will fire. The Black Hollywood EP will fire. DC point four four point five was fire. Like he really. Like, what was the last album he dropped? I can't even remember the name. But it's trying, like everything. I'm trying to remember the name of it myself, but that that album was great. I had that like in my top ten albums of 2017. Yeah. It's been like since that beef didn't happen, he hasn't. He he ain't missed yet. But I'm gonna ask you like, this: he really, really ain't missed. Are you excited for the newest art in Meek Mill's career? Because I'm gonna tell you what: I was kind of skeptical when he got out of jail and everybody trying to make him out to be this like political prisoner and Meek, Meek Mandela yeah Meek, Meek Mandela and people were trying to Meek, make him Meek Luther King <laughs> Meek on X I'm, t- I'm telling you man he, Meek Mill is Martin Luther King reincarnated but anyway I was nervous because I'm thinking like Meek Mill's gonna be making hashtag woke music like that like eh, I, I wouldn't I wasn't really um I wasn't really crazy about the idea what what that would sound like like me attempting yeah. to be woke or tra- or attempted to be conscious in a sense. I would I would say like I wasn't really scared of because like he always trying to have like he always had like those little flashes of him saying something that's really relatable when it came to politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I mean like even when you look at his last album, when he got songs like Young Black America. Like he all like I put him in that same category as Ross. When he want to talk about political stuff, when he want to talk about real issues, he can, and he can get really deep into it because, you know, he lives with it. I feel you. But see, I was worried because, you know, sometimes when people try to be, you know, deep, they don't to do too much. Yeah, they be doing too much. And so when the lead single was called Stay Woke, I'm like, man, I don't know how this is going to sound. But it was that, hot. That, it is, was that is a horrible night for a song, though. I ain't going to flex. Yeah, it is. But it was it was hot. Like the whole the song was really, really, really good. And the crazy thing about that um, they Meek Mill EP Legend of Summer that might not even that might not have even been the best song on there. 
but two songs are, were just as good as it. Philadelphia, that is a hard ass intro. Meek Mill, he know how to do intros, boy. That's all I'm gonna say. He can set the tone. But I'm gonna ask you this. So basically, do you think that his beef with Drake pushed him to new heights? Do you think they do you think that McMill could have gotten here without what happened to him back in 2015 with Drake? I was like, I don't think he would have. I feel like Meek is one of Meek is one of them people. He gotta fall to know how to walk. Like he gotta he gotta fail over and over and over again. People gotta look down on him, kick him while he on the ground for, for him to come back up and shine. Like, I feel like he's one of them rappers. Yeah, I feel like that. It was learning. It was learning experience. Yeah. McMill was it was kind of at the top of the world, so to speak. He, he really was. Like he was selling. Like he was selling big. Like I think his opening week was like two hundred, two hundred k, yeah, three hundred k. That Got was out of jail. with Nicki. Two hundred k album was fire. Everybody loved him. Like yeah, yeah like. like and people love them like on the t- on the level that people love Future because people would debate what was, be- what was better between Dirty Sprite better two, yep, and uh, Dreams worth more than money. For more than money, yeah. And so you couldn't tell me nothing until Drake told him something, and it knocked him off his off his damn pedestal. Yeah. And I think that humbled Meek Mill to the point. And not, not only that, it's like for like the next two years, people was constantly saying, "Oh, Meek Mill a walking hell. Look at Meek Mill. Look at that fucking loser." <laughs> like they like they were just on his ass all the time. I remember um, Jacquez said, "We, we, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, we." I, I laughed at Meek Mill too. I thought every bit of it was funny. I thought he was an idiot for. I mean, yeah, he, he, he said it up. He said what? He he said himself up like as much as I like Meek Mill, like he's one of the people like. He wanted people to just go run head first into a battle with no plan. And then there was just a situation where it did not work. Yeah. Which is kind of why I said I didn't know how to stay woke, new, more conscientious Meek Mill would um, work out. Because I feel like, oh, if he doesn't, if he goes in this without a plan, then it's not going to, you know, this ain't going to be good. Yeah. But it seems like Meek Mill has learned from his mistakes in the past. He has learned that I can't just do things and it works. I have to have a plan. I have to have a, you know, a laid out pathway to whatever goal I have set forth between in front of myself. And because of that, Meek Mill's music has, I feel like, has improved because of his, you know, his headbutt with um with Drake. I think Meek Mill has become a better artist because of what happened to him in 2015. It humbled him and made him more hungry, and which is crazy because you know Meek Mill's already a hungry rapper. You can hear it. In, the way he yells, yeah. But after watching, uh, I mean, like, I mean, watching the whole world turn on you, he got to light a fire. Like, he has to, especially like a competitive rapper that he is. Yeah, it made him an underdog, and we know me love being an underdog. True, true. So I'm gonna say this: has the singles? Well, you got to go listen to the EP after this. You got to. Has the single? And the scene, the focus that McMill has seen to ha- new focus McMill seems to have does it make you excited for his next album? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, when it comes to McMill, I won't be excited either way because he ain't never really disappointed me. You know what? Meek might be one of the few rappers that ain't never really disappointed me with a project. I'm gonna tell you what, you're taking a page from your boy book, Rick Ross. Ross, yep. 
Like every project he comes to, you know what you go get, and he always goes above your expectations. So yeah, I, he, I always give me his credit for that. He always gives you what you need and a little bit more. Same with Rick Ross. I wish that they rubbed off on a MMG label mate Wale song. Wale. Wale. <laughs> Glad you said it before I did, because I was gonna say it. Uh, Wale, Wale, Wale. That's my boy, though. He gonna get it right one day. God he gonna turn him. around. Next yeah. week's album, classic. Yeah. Some EPs been fire found. He got it this time. He gonna hold the MMG belt this time. Man, you said that last time. I mean it this time, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna ask you this, Court. Kanye West took over the summer quote unquote because he really only took over June with um the, the all the albums he produced from himself for him and Kid Cudi for Nas for Tayana Taylor have I missed anybody I feel like I did was that it Kissy Ghost oh, I did see Kid Ghost see Kissy Ghost wait it was only, it was oh, only okay. four albums yay Kissy Ghost yep. Tayana Taylor and Nas oh so yep. sure was somebody else I hope he working on side we ain't getting that album now, I'm telling you, like, I feel like Saha was just in the booth with Kanye, and he was like, hey, Kanye, it'd be cool if I got some tracks like this. He was like, he was, and then Kanye was like, mm-hmm. And Saha got, yeah, I got, I got. Saha got on Twitter said, yeah, man, yay say I'm the mix. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like that's what happened. It's almost like this. He ain't tweeting out nothing about no album. All he been tweeting about is how LeBron James gonna ruin the Lakers. That nigga's stupid. Like, I don't, I don't we ain't gonna talk about that though. God bless that. I mean, if you ain't record music, that's all you got to do. Watch basketball. True. Shout and it's something he don't do often. But shout out to shout out to um Sahai for being a reasonable Laker fan. I guess he is. He seems to be from his tweets. He seemed more reasonable than he right. he seemed more reasonable a Laker fan than he does a politician. From all those tweets he, Okay, true. All those tweets he was using trying to uh deflect and uh prop up Kanye West. But anyway, back he, he wild with them tweets. T- I'm telling you, bro. It's kind of hard to believe the guy who- This is where Twitter can ruin an artist for you because I thought they put they came for their friends. Yeah, like I figured Saha to be a more savvy and you know, I'm gonna say smarter guy based off the music I listen to, but that just goes to show you that your music, the music that an artist make doesn't always reflect the artist, which is kind of hard to, you know, kind of... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this man came out and said, Martin Luther King would have been a Republican that supported Trump. I was like, Saha, I love you, but this ain't it, fam. And it's so... It, it, it at all. And it's so hard to believe that the guy who made, like, No Dope on Sunday said something like that. Uh, okay, you know, uh, you know, I got a big theory about this fam. Go for it. I feel like all those in the studio and Kanye just took all their phones and was tweeting off on. <laughs> he had a chance to rap a tweet and ain't no wrong with being a Republican after leading the whole campaign against Trump and being a liberal. Yeah, Kim Kardashian going at people from Chicago she probably never met in her life. I'm going to tell you what. I know for a fact that nigga had Kim phone that asked for them other two, hey. asked for Chance, and asked for um Saha. I feel like Chance, Saha, Kanye, John Legend, and all the other good music niggas were all in a group chat together, and Kanye was pleading his case. Niggas were responding. Everybody else was just watching. I feel like Chance and Saha were hyping him up, and then they would go repeat what they were saying in the group message on Twitter. 
They're like, yeah, Kanye. Yeah. Copy and paste the put on the. Yeah, like, yeah, Kanye. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong being a Republican. Copy, paste, put it on Twitter. Ain't nothing wrong being a Republican. Which ain't nothing wrong being a Republican, yeah. but that wasn't the point of the whole rant that was going on that day. I mean, which we've talked about. Say, timing is everything, and they timing was horrible. So, you know, it's not the big son for not hopping in there. And wherever he is, that's why he ain't get that's why he ain't get the own songs. He ain't come to his defense. <laughs> God, if you tweet for me, if you tweet me, I got seven, I got seven beats for you. Nah, man, I pass on this one. And nigga, that nigga, that nigga, nigga Saha still ain't got his yet. I mean, uh, you know what? Yeah, man, get a nigga some beats. You know, before we get to like the real, real topic, I want to ask you this: What do you think about this whole Tayana Taylor situation? Uh, oh, okay. It's it, it's like on one side I kind of want to feel bad for, but then it's also like you've been on good music. How long has she been on good music? It'll be like seven years now, like seven eight years. I honestly don't know when she was added to the roster. Cause this is my first time ever being interested in listening to her music. To be honest with you. Okay, okay. You see, this is the thing. This is what I was trying to tell Miro that day, cause he was like, "Man, Kanye did her dirty, bro." Everybody wanted to hear it, and I was like. Okay, okay, I'm this way. I don't, I ain't trying to, like, I ain't trying to, like, just, 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 just I ain't trying to just go. <laughs> just say it. I'm trying to get my words right, because I actually like Tiana Taylor as a person. But what I was trying to tell Meryl was, singing is a, it's like a hobby for her. Like, like, she already got money. She already married with kids. We only hear music from her, like, once every six or seven years. The only reason why we was hyped for this album was because Daytona and Ye was fired and we was like, oh, she gonna have the best album because she gonna be singing over these types of beats. And then when we got the album, like, I wasn't even mad, I wasn't even mad at Kanye when I got the album. I was more upset with her because it was kind of like, where the personality on this record? I, right, you love your husband. Track two, you love your husband. Track three, you love your husband. Track four, you love being with your husband. Track five, <laughs> you love sleeping with the husband. Okay. Track six. I know you love. I know you love. I know you love a month but I ain't even that interested in him when he playing basketball. Facts. So it was just kind of like everybody's like, okay, it it was almost like everybody who was on the I Hate Kanye train jumped on the I'm supporting Tiana Taylor train, and then when the album actually dropped, nobody bought it. Yeah, because it only did like what seven thousand. Yeah, that is crazy. Cause you would think so with everybody all the hype, was complaining. He's what? You would think with like like stream as far as streaming goes, with all the hype yeah. that the other album generated, you would think that it would have led to more than seven thousand. You know, like I thought it was crazy. Like she was trending for two days on Twitter about how everybody wants the album. Then when the album finally dropped, nobody listened. Like all you kept seeing people saying, "We want the album. We need the album. Come on, Tiana. We need the album. Good music. Do your job, Def Jam. Do your job." And then when they finally dropped it a day a day late, which I don't really think is, I don't really think it's like a huge deal. Well, because we just seen other projects get pushed back way further. Yeah, but I think that um, in case like cause people were listening to the album, even though it wasn't necessarily yeah. up on streaming services, and I think that the biggest streaming day from and or even like the biggest day for buying albums is always the first day. So I feel like she missed out on major yeah. numbers on the first day. But if you only sold seven thousand in a week, I'm pretty sure that first day How numbers. How much you gonna anyway. First day numbers were gonna be that was gonna be that drastically different, but they weren't. Exactly. But uh, you know, Tayana Taylor's like you said, the whole trending thing just shows you how minuscule 
and how small the Twitter population is. Not only that, it also shows Damn. you that retweets, people say stuff just to get retweets. They don't actually mean some of the stuff they say. So I feel like there were some people exactly. tweeted about Tayana Taylor, but they actually don't really care about her or her music. They just wanted the retweets. And that's why the album only did 7,000, even though more than that was talking about the album, demanding the album come out. And that's why I was like, and I'm Frank. And I'll tell you the greatest part about it to me is the fact that when the album finally dropped, I mean, like, usually when albums drop, people talk about a couple songs or moments from the album. It was like when the album officially came out, everybody just left it alone and said nothing else about it. I saw some, a couple of tweets about um, Rose in Harlem, WTP, and I, and I didn't even see anybody talk about the threesome song. I just saw some people talking about a article where she was talking about let your husband have a threesome. Nobody talked about the actual song. Yeah. And see, and see, that was kind of, and see, and that was like another thing that really threw me off about the album because it felt less like, hey, I'm just going to give you an album about my life. And it was more like, hey, I'm married to Mon Champa. He goes seven songs about that. But see, and it was just, and see, and see that's what makes, and it kind of goes back to the whole Nas my whole theory with Nas and how his he kind of sounded off on the songs and he kind of sounded yeah. off on the production. What if if Kanye just sprung this all on them back in May when he first announced all these niggas are and see that's what I was thinking too. Tayana Taylor had to go in the booth and think of some new songs for the seven song EP and that might have you know that's might have limited her because she was you know working on a tight schedule trying to get these songs off. Yeah, and if we being honest, the only first the only two people on good music that can come up with stuff off the fly. It's Kanye and Pusha T because they both got niche audiences and they know what their audience will want. Yeah. Pusha T, you need seven songs. I need it in two months. All right, track one through seven, cocaine. And I hate Drake. Let's get it. <laughs> Kanye, and I'm going to do whatever I feel like doing, but I'm going to delete that and just make seven random songs at the spur of the moment. Some people say they want the old Kanye sound. Other people say they want the other sound. I'm just going to mix all that together. Here you go. And yeah. But for a Nas and Taylor, it's a little bit harder to do. Yeah, especially for like a Nas, because you know the type of artist he is and how much thought he put into his words. He can't just spew out, you know, perfection in a month. <laughs> hey, did we talk about the album out here? You no, know we haven't. But you know what? We're going <laughs> to talk about Nazir. We're going to probably do this as a, uh, a separate uh, review. <laughs> wait, wait, can I, can I just talk about the intro? I just want right, to. All right, cool. What you got to say? It's like I just remember I was driving to class. That it was like six o'clock in the morning. I was just on the road driving. It just starts off black Kemet guys, black Egyptian guys. I don't think there's a con- I don't think they kept going through my mind was Lucario fam. All I was thinking about was Lucario <laughs> from Pokemon. Man. And then he was on the song talking about like injecting babies with like with, with diseases. And he said J Edgar Hoover was black, and I was confused because J Edgar Hoover was not black. Yeah. He hated black yeah. people. It was a cross dresser, like like that, like that whole intro just set the tone of the album, and it was like, I'll uh, put this way, Nas came through with the Black Alex Jones rap, and I'm here for it. <laughs> and and, and nigga Nas in the booth with the uh, tinfoil hat on. Yes. And nigga five six. Like, Fans said Fox News straight about a black man. He, I did not know this. Was, but is, is this facts or was Nas making this up? Is this facts? I see. I don't know. You know, in history, black people. Have created things like, and white people have taken credit for it. Maybe, maybe. Fox News. Fox News. What was we doing for Fox News? That's what I want to know. 
getting coffee. <laughs> getting coffee. <laughs> it's like I was driving, like I was driving, but I was laughing, and I was like, "Should I even Google this? Like, is this really real? Is this like something that's on the internet, or is this like he went and talked to like an old, or, or did he, or did he like have a conversation like Dick Gregory? Dick Gregory's on you know, all of these. Like, you know, that's I, actually a good question. Know, I wonder if I Google. Who created Fox News? Would there what even be a like a random ass Reddit, um, a random ass Reddit, uh, <laughs> uh, post about Fox News being created by a black man, or did Nas create that, you know, that myth by himself? Man, he had a fair first one to ever say this. That's what I want to know. Because like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, where did he get all this from? This is not the information you find on the internet. This is something somebody told you. That's a, that's a dangerous game to play. That's a to to eat something you can easily Google. This is a dangerous game to play to get on a, a song where you're known as supposed to be a you know a, a pretty intellectual rapper and get on there and just say things that are easily to dispute and be shown as not fact. This man said J. Edgar Hoover was black, bro. I ain't know how to feel. I ain't know how to feel about that. Like, I'm with it. Like, I didn't heard like crazy stories about random white people being black, and I'd be like, yeah, I believe it. That sound cool. Like, people be like Beethoven was black. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I believe it. But why J. Edgar Hoover? <laughs> why do we want to claim J. Edgar Hoover? <laughs> Didn't he get more with the clap? Hey man, it be your own niggas, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> The ultimate form of black on black crime. Yeah, I know it. He crushed two major movements. Oh boy, you know I even, you know RPG. I rarely go to rap genius anymore. But I need to go to rap genius to see how they try to explain it. I want <laughs> black Kimmy guns, black Egyptian guns. You know what? Before we review this album, I'm gonna make sure I go to rap genius. I'm gonna write down what it says. I'm gonna pull it up during the album. Please, please do that. Cause this upcoming week we're gonna review Beast Mode too. The, the next week we're gonna do, hey. do Nazir the next week. That's what okay. We're but back to all the, all the Taylor business because we got oh told we got put sidetrack. Yeah. You know, people were trying to say he, she's supposed to be the first lady of good music. I was like, damn, no, she's not. But I thought to myself, wait, is she the only woman on good music? Yeah, I don't know. They got him on Casey Hill. Try to Casey Hill. Yeah, she the only woman on good music, but. But like I said, like like you said, if you told me when we was on talking earlier about this, what did she expect when the first three albums came and went, and nobody else got promo, nobody else got videos, nobody else got anything? Like like Pusha T was beefing with Drake, Kanye was in the middle of their beef. Like those are two high profile albums, and they ain't get nothing. And don't get me wrong, because of who they are, they really didn't need it, and she did need it. But it's the fact that she's acting like I had no clue. That's what's that's what's confusing me. Like, how did you not know? Because everybody else, unless knew. he was thinking like, unless he was thinking like, well, when we made the fade video, it was hot, and I thought I was gonna get a chance to do that again. Like, no, Def Jam not sliding no shit like this. We just trying to get the albums. We, out we the doing this in the spur of the moment, my nigga. We, we just, we just, we just, we just, you know, good vibes, free thinking. Yeah, we doing this on our own. And, okay, it's either me. That's what I thought it was. I just thought it was. We don't do like the good music collabs anymore, so let's just all drop these quick little projects and get them out the way. That's what I thought. I like. I ain't really expect Damn. like no full album rollouts. We didn't get we but, didn't get cruel winner, did we? Nope. So I was just looking at these projects as like, hey, here go seven quick songs from all your favorite artists and good music, excluding Big Shane. 
Here y'all go. We out. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, you know, John Legend get that because he was on the other, he was on the other side of the debate between Kanye West and you know the world. That's what that's why he ain't get no seven songs. A seven song album produced by John Legend would been hot, fam. I think I'd like that. It would I, have. I'd like that more than Tayana Taylor. Bro, John Legend still making music. I don't know, but isn't he up for an Emmy? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. If he win, he 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 got he the second. I, either he the second black EGOT or he just the second EGOT all together. Really? Yeah, because Whoopi Goldberg got a Grammy, a Tony, an Oscar, and an Emmy. And he got a Grammy, a Tony, and an Oscar, but he nominated for an Emmy. What about, what about Common? What does he have? Is he close? I feel like he, I feel like Common is close. Uh, yeah, I don't think Common ever got an Emmy. Or I think he been nominated for one before. Tony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he missing. Yeah, because he was on. Um, you remember he's been on Deadwood. And also, back in the day. Was, was it Selma too? I want to say. Ah, oh, he was on. Oh, okay, you're right. I think. Was he on Glory? If he was on Glory, he got an Oscar. Yeah, yeah he got an Oscar then. I know he got. I know he got. I know he had to have had a Grammy, right? Yeah, I, I, no, I, I okay, don't yeah, know. yeah. So he I got. Know. I don't know who he got a Grammy. You know I don't what? Know who he got a Grammy for. You know what? We gotta ask Nas. I know he know. Wait, what are we talking about? What? Do, how do we get here? Oh, I'm a good music. Oh yeah, good music. Okay, I want to ask you this, Cord. I think we talked about this last week, but we just didn't upload the um episode because of uh issues with the audio with the audio. Uh, so we didn't actually um upload a clip about us talking about the production on these albums. But we came to the consensus that Kid C Ghost was the best produced Kanye album this month. Correct. Big facts. Like. Pusha T's um, Daytona was handcrafted for him. It felt like this is perfect. These beats are specifically made for Pusha, perfect, you know, for Pusha T. Nobody else can rap on these beats. Or if they did, they wouldn't do them the justice that Pusha T did for them. But Kid C Ghost was... It sounded, like, it sounded like something completely different than we've ever heard from anywhere. Ever. Yeah, ever. Like it, sound, it was a new spectrum of sounds created by Kanye West. We never really heard Kanye West make these kind of beats before. And they were phenomenal. They matched Kid Cudi and Kanye's um, styles perfectly. Simultaneously, so to speak. And they put them in a good space where they haven't been in a long time. Yes, like I was thinking that Kanye just couldn't make, Kanye himself, like as an artist, couldn't carry a song. Because on Ye, he didn't really carry many songs. He was tolerable on some great production which let the song okay. be good but on Kissy Ghost he was he himself as the MC yeah he himself as the MC was great and so was Kid Cudi as the MC on these songs were great and that's why I said Kid, this Kissy Ghost production was the best but I want to ask you this and this is going to be a hard question what is the best produced Kanye West album in your opinion we always talk about what's the best album period What's the best Kanye West album produced? Uh, uh, yeah, this is hard. Yeah. I'm tough one. I was proud of myself when I thought of this question. Because I was like, I don't think anybody's ever had a discussion as far as production-wise. Because Kanye West so immaculate in all his production. I was thinking to myself, is it even possible to rank them? Now, ranking them might be tough. I've might say the best the best the best 
might be my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah. It created I feel like the production helped create the picture that Kanye West was trying to um you know let us see through the title, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. It was twisted, dark, some production, it was hazy, like on gorgeous, like it showed us um, I feel like we got a multitude of different ranges on that album. From gorgeous to runaway to um, I'm so appalled. Like so many songs on that album, me now, lost in know, the world. All so, the they light. were so different, yet they all fit together perfectly. Like you know how sometimes when they're like you listen to a song, you're thinking like, oh, this song will sound like it was made for this album production wise. Like it, it, yeah. it sticks out like a sore thumb. Uh, most of the songs on my beautiful dark switch fantasy don't sound alike. But for some odd reason, they seem to fit together. There's a... Over to Adept, that's the reason why this is, like, one of my favorite Kanye albums. Oh, 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 okay, like, have, have you ever just taken, like, a class about, like, art and paint yeah, and stuff I have, like that? Like, oh, okay, like, that album, to me, that's, like, maximum art. That's art, that's opulence at its highest mm-hmm. level. Like, the songs is almost like, like, songs like Power almost feel like a Greek tragedy. Mm-hmm. Like, every single... It's like an epic song that's over the top. Like all of the lights got mm-hmm. every famous singer on earth, background vocals, and he got violins. Lost in the world sound like it could be a soundtrack to an entire movie yeah. series. Like every single song is a mm-hmm. moment. And that oh, you know, okay. right, go ahead, go ahead. You know but since you saying that this is best produced album, I'm gonna go to the complete opposite of it. I'm gonna go with Yeezus. I don't know, man. I I I for one because champion Yeezus for his forward thinking and for trying to break the sound barrier, which Kanye West graciously yeah. said, "I'm the one who's doing this," and I agree with him at the time. I still agree with him. But as far as is that, like, is this the best I've ever heard Kanye go in a booth and make beats? And then technically, I don't even know if Kanye okay. was even like um. I don't know how involved he was with Yeezus. Okay, okay, wait. You gotta look at it this way. My beautiful twisted dark fantasy was maximum music. Every single resource he could use put into one entire project, and Jesus was done the same way. And then in the end, he stripped everything down to the bare essence as a minimalist yeah. art. And I feel like that is extremely hard to do for an album and for it to still sound good. When you even go like and you okay, like when you listen to the when you listen to the when you listen to the melody of Black Skinhead, and when you listen to it, it's actually the same melody from Let Me Down from College Word. Dropout. Except he took it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh okay. I don't, I don't know if I ever told you this. I downloaded like an extended version of mm-hmm. Jesus. And you hear every breakdown to the beats. Oh no, I you never told me this. And when you hit No, you been holding I that. I, I, okay, you know what it was? I told you about the yeah, life of did. Pablo. Cause I got like two different versions of Life of Pablo on my phone. And it's like the it's like when I listened to that. Oh, oh like when I first heard you, I was like, you can kinda you can kinda tell that all these songs sounded completely different and he just changed I don't want to say change them at the last minute, but he kinda broke them down at the last mm-hmm. minute. And it's like when you listen to it, like oh 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 oh, oh, oh I'm trying to see, or like even the beats to um uh, to new slaves, it got like it's a gospel beat, 
Then they got like a Hindi. Then they got a Hindi sample. So it's like every single song got all these different layers to it. But he fused them together into this one electric sound, mm-hmm. and it's just work. I'm tell you what. Like I don't like that sound. I'm trying to wrap my brain around that. But going by what you're saying, if that is if everything you say is true, I'm pretty sure if I had heard what you heard, I probably would have a higher opinion of the production. Because I even heard, I heard yeah. my opinion, it probably would have elevated my opinion of Jesus' production. Cause that sounds that sounds crazy. Cause like when I look at Jesus, Jesus is my okay. I'm put it this way: Jesus is my beautiful twisted dark fan. Okay, my beautiful twisted dark fantasy was an amazing dish of food sitting on a plate, and it was plated perfectly. Jesus is that same meal, but you take one spoonful of it and you put it on a plate, and then you take some sauce and then you drip it on a plate. Like, you That's know, what like, Jesus you know, is. Fancy, you know, like TV show, fancy movies of like, hey, where's my food? And they bring out like an entree, and it's like you pull the plate up, and it's like just one little measly piece of food laying on a tr- on a tray. That's Jesus. Yeah. But when you eat yeah. it, it's amazing. But it's just a small amount of. Oh, yeah, I told yeah. you what I'm saying. But I'm gonna ask you that. So it's almost. Oh, okay. I'm put it this way. It's a boneless, my beautiful twisted dark fantasy. I ain't gonna call it boneless, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy because that insinuates that it's a worse version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The deep fried memes when you sound like a regular meme and you just put a thousand <laughs> filters on it and it just it is just <laughs> like you got electrocuted. That's what Yeezus is. But I think what my favorite produce kind of West albums, which is one of my favorite albums, is Graduation. Graduation. I know a lot of people love called Dropout and they love um. Like registration for like the soul sampling and stuff like that. Kanye was, was he went a more ambitious route, kind of like what people like champion Kendrick for doing, saying, "Oh, he went kind of pop, and he was able to, you know, able to still be himself yeah. and make good music." Graduation to me was it, yeah, to, not to me, but to everyone, it was Kanye's attempt at being a little bit more pop, and he created a new sound spectrum for him to work with, and it you know it sounded distinctly Kanye, and it was still really good. From Stronger, bro, that's a crazy hip hop record when you think about it. I can't think of another song like Stronger, production wise, yeah, or even like what Kanye was doing with the song. Uh, the Good Life was such a great song. Um, I wonder. Flashing Lights. Everybody sleep on I Wonder. That's, that's the best song on the album. Everybody sleep on everything yes. I am. See, that's, my, that's probably my favorite um, produced Kanye album. It might not be the best, but it's my favorite. I'm gonna ask you this. Okay. Before we move on from Kanye completely, who should Kanye produce for outside of good music? Who's the, who's the number one person you would love to see Ooh. him collab and, and produce for? Like he did the seven song, um, seven songs for. I really, really, really want to say Lupe, but I know that ain't it. Let me see. Who would I pick? I think it'd be dope. Um. Uh... I'm trying to see. Oh, 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 I'm gonna put it this way. I would want it to be a mm-hmm. new rapper who hasn't found a distinct style yet. Hmm. I can't think of nobody myself. A new rapper with a who doesn't have who doesn't have a distinct sound yet. Hmm. I'm not sure about that, Court. You know, you know what? I know exactly who I want to I know exactly who I want to produce for. Van Staples' whole career, he has never had that one producer next to him. Like every great rapper has a producer next to him, and I don't think. The thing about Van Staples is his forte is dark, brooding, um, very hazy production. 
Can Kanye do that? Or has he I done think, that? I, I think he could. I, I think he could if you oh, oh what is it? I feel like I feel like he can. Like some like some of them instruments like some of the sounds on Yeezus could fit that. But I don't know if Vince Staples ever try to hop in that lane again after Big Fifth Year. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting what Vic actually does after Big Fish Theory. You produce Vic Mensa? Yeah, if you know what, Vic Mensa? What about Vic Mensa? I'm produced for Vic Mensa. I'm to this. I think I have like seven songs produced by Kanye for Vic Mensa better than I would seven songs for Chance, seven songs for, Chance, for Big Sean. That is, that is major facts. Because after listening to Vic Mensa's first album, he really didn't have a direction for it. I feel like Kanye can help him find Most definitely. It. Cause uh, internet tape was dope, and I feel like Kanye can create. I feel like Kanye can create a yeah, soundscape similar to that for Vic Mensa for him to do work with. I just feel like I feel like Vic Mensa's been lost since the internet tape, trying to find his new sound. I think he needs to return more to internet tape. I like them. Uh, there's a lot going on. Like, like it was like when I first heard it, it shocked me to hear him rapping like that. But I still really liked it. It was just like for that debut album. I ain't, I ain't know what. Yeah, I'm be honest. I ain't revisited it in a long time. It was very, ain't gonna say stale. It just, it, it really had a replay value to it. It was nothing. Maybe like I gotta come back to this later. Like it's, so, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Like he had Rivers Kuma on the album. Just to scream here, home record. It. For real. I ain't just for real. Yeah, yeah, for real. And I don't even remember for real. Be sound like. He was talking about jumping off roofs, talking about his girlfriend being thick like a pumpkin. It was just, it was just so many. It was so many moments on the album. I was like, I think this ain't nah, it. Nah, not this at all. All right, so let's just. While we're on the topic of new generation of rappers, Double XL released their freshman list, and people called it trash. Even not, they didn't necessarily just call it trash because of you know, like people always call it trash if you're like, I don't know who the hell these guys are. People, people knew who these artists yeah. were this time, and they felt like these artists was not an accurate representation of what was going on in the hip, the young hip hop um, scene right now. They dropped the ball, yeah. fam. They did. I haven't listened to a freestyle. I'm over this way. It had been like for months. I kept seeing like, like every other like hip hop blogger. They all kept coming out and saying, "This year, not it." They like that. They not picking the right people. I heard this. I heard that. So, I, I mean, I mean, like, I ain't want to believe it because usually, I'm with this way. Usually, double XL is on the money, and there's always two crowds to it. It's the I don't know who these people are, and it's the I know everybody. Mm-hmm. This is right. This year, the I know everybody. This is right. Was like this is not right, and the people was like, yeah, I know who these guys are. I just don't hear about them. Ever like. So it's almost, it almost like the people who supported them the most, they kind of tossed them to the side. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what, it's not... I don't even... Like, I ain't heard nobody talk about the list. Like, people saw this list say, wait, this is just absolutely, without a doubt, wrong. Yeah. People just chose to ignore it completely. People haven't even been talking about the freestyles, except J.I.D. I have not seen another... I have not seen another freestyle posted on Twitter since this been announced, and I know they've been, you know, been released. But and even though people, you know, even when people yeah. hated use Uzi and them, people still posted and talked about them and their freestyles. Exactly. I ain't seen none of that for this own class at all, none at all. 
I was I heard I heard Trippy Red decline doing his freestyle, so he ain't even do one. Somebody said Lil Pump freestyle was just his verse from uh not the verse from Gucci Gang, but the verse from his other song. Not the verse from Gucci Gang, wouldn't have been much to it. <laughs> but Trippy Red declined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he ain't he like he on the list. He just don't want to do a freestyle, which is weird because they kind of sort of picked him over six nine. Which I thought was a horrible idea anyway. Uh, I mean, 6ix9ine should have been in, in there. I mean, I don't feel like it should have been down Triple Red 6ix9ine anyway. 6ix9ine should, should have been over a couple of them guys on that list. Not just Triple Red. Yeah. Like. And then the fact that they was like two years later on Wi-Fi's funeral, so his buzz didn't kind of mm. die. Out of all the female rappers, y'all pick stuff line done. And that's because she got, I mean, the song she got on French Montana is popular, but it's so many new female rappers with a wave that they could have mm-hmm. picked. I mean, Amir was supposed to be on the last year, so they kind of dropped the ball, put them on there this year. Like, you forgot to put T Grizzly on again. I mean, at this I point, forgot, I like Block Boy. Point, I don't think Block. I'm going to say at this point, I think T Grizzly's been turning it down. You, you know what you're right. I'm going to say this. Lil Pump should have turned it because he didn't want to do it last year. And he more popular this year than last year, so why do it? And then I think the, then I think the biggest L for him is. RPX, when X did the list last year, he made sure that the whole concept was based around him. So everybody was wearing the black with the red, and it was the dark theme. And he was freestyling in the dark with no beat in the background about murder in the past ain't going on the killing spree. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like when you look at this year cover, it looks just like last year, and everybody's wearing all these dark color, and you just got Lil Pump with a white Gucci jacket on. Like, 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 if you was go for like, if I'm Lil Pump, I'm telling them, if you want me on this list, the whole theme has to look like me. The photo shoot has to look like me. I have to be the star. And, I mean, I, okay, I'm put this way. The whole set looks like they just pick whoever was left over. Cause I, 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 I want to say like three rappers. I think I think three rappers declined. So it kind of felt like they was just like, hey, let's get three random people at the last minute. What's the what's the thing gonna be? Just get the thing from last year. Just get all them in a room to take a picture. Yeah. That's what it felt like to me. Like when you look at like 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 if you go back two years ago to the one with Lil Yachty and Lil Uzi, everybody was together. Everybody was freestyling at one time, having fun. Like the theme looked right. Every like you know you, you, you gonna sound like every almost every great double XL year. You can tell the double XL put their time and yeah. effort into it. And for this year. And this list, I don't think they're gonna be able to come back from this one because all the rappers that you've slighted that everybody think is gonna disappear after a year, they still here two or three years later. And I ain't really been seeing that many new artists come out, You're right? It's like I was, it was really hasn't been like at, at first with like the Uzi and Yai, I felt like it was a new rapper appearing on the scene every single week. And for now, two seconds, it seems like yeah. this, this steady influx of rappers is starting to slowly die down now. And we're slowly but surely getting, you know, looking back to the artists that are already here. Like like what we got yeah. now, we don't have. There's no really new, real artists making waves outside of YBN and Corday. Other than that, I ain't heard nobody talk about anybody new in a hot minute. Is there anyone leading this next generation of rappers yet? It kind of seemed like when X died, it probably could have been X. Yeah, I would say before he died, I always kind of felt like it was him. 
But now that he's not here, I don't really, I, I really, I really don't know. Like, I'm trying to see. I don't really, I can't think of anybody. I don't see anybody like taking the charge, taking the lead. Cause it's like everybody's really young. Oh, I'm gonna put it this way. I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of these new rappers are gonna have to go through their own. I won't say development arts <laughs> like they care because they are real yeah. people. But like I feel like they all have to grow a mm. little bit. I feel like if it's gonna be anybody, it's gonna be the two people that's been going back and forth with each other this entire year. You gotta be either Trippy Red or Six Nine. I feel like one of them is gonna have to get their life together. And put like the whole new generation of rappers on their back. I'm gonna tell you what, both of them had to go through some significant um rebranding to become like um, a lot. The leader, yeah, become the leader of the new school for other artists to kind of accept them. Like, you know what, this is the guy right here, this is the guy that we need to follow behind. Like, he's the guy in our class who's gonna make hip hop, you know, the shit. Like, how Drake yeah. and Kendrick kind of were like leaders of the new school. Like and pretty much almost every other rapper in their class kind of, you know, bowed to that assertion. I don't because really I will say doing that for Trippy Red or for um, Lil Pump, not Lil Pump. But you said Trippy Red and Six Nine. Six Nine. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. But you gotta look at it this way. When X first came out, he was beefing with thirty rappers at one time, and every single week he was doing a lot of outlandish stuff. He was talking about. Sleeping with Drake mom and how he was gonna murder the Migos, how he was gonna come to California and kill Rob Stone, and he lost like all three of them beasts in like a horrible fashion, like he got jumped into them. So, so like if you kind of look at the way X came out, it was a little bit worse than what Triple Red and Six Nine was doing. Yeah, he came out with a lot of hits and great rebranding. Yeah, I, and he had the case. I don't want to forget that. Only 800 people in my mansions reminded me of what he did. Can't forget the case, Cole. That should have been the first thing you said, Cole. So, that should have been the first thing you said, Cole. But anyway, but see, the difference is that even though people own X Head, nobody ever really doubted his music. Everybody always said oh, music oh, was oh, really oh, good. Oh, oh, man, when he first, I'm put this way, like when he first, first came out, it was a lot of people like, yeah, don't. No, 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 what was, no, when he, um, uh, when he hopped on SoundCloud and was dropping, like, them boom bap tracks, and everybody was like, oh, he can actually rap, and that's when everybody was like, oh, okay, he got potential. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, when the first project came out, everybody loved it, and I was like, oh, my goodness, like, this guy's actually pretty good, and even when the Question Mark album, because I don't know the official name for it, it's Question Mark, I guess, came out, yeah, people, people, yeah, people championed. Well, they, people talk. They said they really liked it. They said one thing good. They said, oh, "I see the potential here. Like this dude could be a future star." Nobody yeah, yeah, ever yeah. really had beef with X. With um, not X, not X nine. With X is um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a hot um collab tape that we'll never get. Yeah, nobody really had beef okay. with X's music. But with six nine, there's a strong, there's a large delegation of people who feel like six nine cannot make music, and there's not really a lot. I haven't really heard a lot of people just rave about Trippy Red music either. True. Oh, oh okay. I, you know, it is, is kind of odd about Trippy Red because I'm gonna tell you what's kind of funny about Trippy Red when he first came out. People who didn't like the new rappers was like, hey. This guy's kind of talented, and you, you know, you know, I love saying this. Whenever they say that about one of the new rappers, they end up having the worst careers. Yeah. 
because people expect so much from them and they haven't even dropped enough music for people to say it. I mean, like, I think Trippie Red, I think Trippie Red cool. Like, I just never felt like he was just super talented. Like, I think I think his melodies were just better than got, got, oh, Okay, yeah, that is true. But the only thing is, he got a lot of melodies, but when he make music, he stick with the same two, and that's what really kills me. Yeah, I kind of noticed that with the uh, Love Letter too. Yeah. Yeah. At first, that was really good, but then after I got to like re-listening to it over and over again, and hear him kind of like Wah! over over and over again, on over like. Ooh, and then it's the fact that it be it was so many songs on their project, so it was really kind of like so it just kept coming over and over and over yeah. and over and over. It's not like and when he did, he do so many features, and all the features are the same melodies. Yeah, it's not like it's not that he so, had yeah. multiple melodies. It's more so that he had two or three, and they sounded good. And he just overused yeah. them both. So he probably should have been rapping more to the and, max. To the yeah. max. <laughs> like, he, you know, like he, like he really went out with it. You know, months ago we were supposed to do a topic that you suggested. His his trippy red fell off. This was like back in March. This is like March. Yeah. Wanted to talk about this, and we never got a chance because you did you um. You missed a bunch of weeks coming on the podcast. And so, yeah, that's why I, when you're saying that now that he, he possibly the leader of new school, I'm like, man, he got to do a f- complete 180. Him and Okay, okay. He, he, he said he working on his debut album, and he's saying the album is going to show everybody that he's not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, because I don't know. Okay, just me personally... Especially him being signed to QC Management Group, and we we know how QC moves. Twenty five yep. songs, no less. I feel like we go get <laughs> a full twenty five song project with Bad Baby, Charlie XCX, and all these other. Like I feel like the whole project is we trying to get this to stream, not we trying to make good music. I don't like a lot of people don't like Six Nine, but I appreciate I appreciated the fact that he came with a. 11 song 40 minute project and got straight to the point I'm as this chord this random Trippy Red meet me a walk in the booth and start yelling oh my god who drowns out, <laughs> <laughs> who drowns out the other it's crazy as crazy as my sound meek Mill drowning out that shit crazy man that nigga should be yelling meek drowning out cause when Trippy but Chipper Red hit that 14-14, you ain't hearing nothing else. 14-14 pounds, it is everlasting. Oh, boy. I'm going to say this. My dark horse will become the leader of the new school, but I ain't going to say it's a dark horse. But it's, it's J.I.D. I say dark horse because I don't really actually see him becoming that guy with him being like 27. When he's right around Ah, wait. You know, wait. I got to change my answer. I'm wild and I forgot. Cause he was already the leader of the Florida rappers when he first came out. What are you talking about Kodak, Denzel Curry. Talking about Denzel. Cause when Denzel Curry first came out, he had Egg, Schemas, Lil Pump, Randy J. All of them used to be behind Denzel Curry when they first came out. Oh wait, 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 wait! Ah, fun fact: Do you remember he had all of them on the diss track to um uh to smoke? Oh, wait, no, not smoke part. The um uh Space Ghost part. You remember yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. I remember that. Child Space was perfect. If I'm going to say this, one for him, Denzel Curry is an odd case because he's probably the 
he's probably he's a good rapper and a and a yeah. generation of like mumble rappers that nobody talks about at all. But you but you know I got high hopes in this area. Yeah, I know you do. He this next album very well could be his breakout. If it's not, I don't see it come happening for him ever. Yeah. Because you know, you know, with Denzel being in that group with Uzi, Yachty, and um, Kodak, and everybody saying these niggas suck. Oh. And only lyrics in the group is Denzel Curry. Nobody really been listening to him or even promoting him. Like GID, you know, you see how he's like the that one lyricist in his group. People been and everybody show him yeah. love. You know what you're yeah, right. Really oh, wait, 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 wait. You okay? They they may have been the craziest part about that double XL freshman list when everybody kept saying all those rappers suck. All they kept saying was the only good rapper was Dave East. Even when they were talking about the lyricists, they still didn't show Denzel Curry no love. Yeah, it's it's, ve- it's very weird. Like Denzel Curry is is a rapper nobody calls bad, nobody calls whack. But yet, and people, all, I don't think most people agree that he's good. But nobody talks about him. At his all. projects are really like, good at all. And it's not like he's a bland artist. He's yeah, like he makes. I can uh, He can fit. He's super like, unique. When he was on that song with Ross, I like he, he was on that song with Ross. It really made me feel like I gotta put him in that Ross and me category. He can fit in every lane. Yeah. So I feel like even if he doesn't get the attention right now, he gonna be one of those rappers that's gonna be here seven years from now, still making music, and it feels like he never left. I feel I feel like he one of them rappers. So so maybe I wouldn't say he the leader of the new group. But he go out. But he gonna be here for a very long time. He gonna outlast them. Kinda yeah, like, he, he gonna outlast them. I feel like every freshman class has that one guy in it that nobody really thought was gonna be here ten years down the line. Well, there's always that one definitive one who's still here, who's really great. But it's that one guy like, damn, that nigga's still here. Because out of that list, because I think out of that list, with Lil Yachty and them, I think I said Lil Yachty was gonna be the rapper. Who's gonna be the most successful out that group, and he was gonna venture out to do stuff outside of hip hop. I, I still feel like that, but I feel yeah. like Denzel Curry is gonna be the one to constantly make music. I think out of the list from last year, that oh, you know, I ain't, I ain't really like the list last year. Nah, I won't say crazy about it either. I'm tr- yeah. is that, is that a guy gonna ever drop. Nah, he he dropped like a four song EP on SoundCloud called "This Gonna Hold Y'all Down to the Album Drop." I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to guy. Shout out to Mississippi Legend. Shout out to him. But hopefully his album drop. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't hold my breath. But all right, cool. I want to ask you this. Talking about newer artists, you told me that you want to talk about the new era of FMCs. Hey, we showing y'all love. It's right, women. We love you, black women. And racially ambiguous women. It's a lot. It's a lot of them in the hip hop game right now. Yeah, because you know that's 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 the game. So I want to ask you this, core: Who are the female artists to look out for right now? Rico Nasty, Asian Doll. Oh, you know who else I like? I actually like City Girls. You do. I kind of like City Girls. Are they rappers? Yeah. I, was I think I think I think one of them just went to jail like two weeks ago though. So it it, it, it might it might be a rapper on it. God damn. You know what? I did yeah. see that. Yeah. But they but but they made them off a sample, so I guess that's a win. I, I guess I'm that's say, a win. 
I'm gonna tell you, I'm always late to female rappers. I don't know if I'm always late to them or I'm just never interested in them when they first come out. I did, I did check out Rico Nasty album and I thought it was straight. I thought it was, I thought yeah. it was straight. Like, I, I, I wasn't, there's nothing that I'm probably gonna ever play back again. It's probably nothing I'm gonna really okay. recommend anybody else. But I thought it was, I thought it was like a, I thought it was a decent project. Okay, okay, I get it, I get I, it. I'm sitting there trying to think, do I even, did I even like it more than Cardi B album? I think I did. Tick for tack, they, they, they ride the same lane. But the only, like, the only, like, new female rapper that I've listened to recently, and I thought, like, oh, this person's really good, is Little Sims. And she's a UK rapper. Those? Yeah, I went to her whole album. I'm like, man, this girl can flow, man. Like, oh, she, she got an album? Yeah, she do, but it came out in like 2017, maybe 16. Okay. But she I, really remember, I remember somebody used to send me like her Nicki Minaj freestyles, and I thought they were real good. Yeah, she don't really have anything other than that. And I realized that well, a lot of female rappers, they don't really just have a lot of music. Projects, yeah. They don't. And I like, a lot of them will like release one, and then you'll just. Never hear from them again. There's another one. I think Latasha Lacindor. I oh. went and listened to her project, and I thought it was really dope. So I tried to find more music, and I really couldn't find much on her. I could barely find much on that one project. And it's, I'm thinking to myself, why is it that so many female rappers are able to get their foot in the door, but that's as far as they, they far as they can go? So I'm gonna get this chord. What's the biggest obstacle for a female rapper? Keeping a record deal. Why is it that they struggle with that more than others? Well, with their male counterparts. I feel like with female rappers, since they in a smaller field, record labels expect them to sell more than male rappers off the rip. Because mm-hmm. with male rappers, it's so much competition. Oh, okay, I'm put it this way. If you look at Azalea Banks and Iggy Azalea, they both came out around 2011. They were beefing for years, and both of them only have one studio album. It's 2018. Yeah, and they both only have one studio album. They got dropped from their labels, struggled for a couple of years, and now they just getting their label deals back. And I feel like that's the number one thing that holds a lot of female rappers back. Like if you look at Nicki, like even like even with Nicki, like she don't really have like a huge catalog like that when it comes to albums. No, she don't. Like this is what Pink Friday. Yep. Um, Roman Reloaded High School Edition, something like that. I don't remember the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pink print. aka the one don't nobody talk about your pink print and is it and queen coming queen queen dropping next month so for the people who trying to hear that for, yeah for those yeah, who Nick, trying to hear that uh. nikki sent me a check i'm promoing it queen coming soon hop on target.com get that reload it's for all the park down the streets does, does nikki have you on payroll the bird man have you on payroll both <laughs> <laughs> all right here right. silver stepping email i'm just doing my job <laughs> but so you think the, so you think that the, the biggest problem is basically um what do you say it is like like they can't keep a record deal long enough to drop a multitude of music or just, just like a large body of work basically because not, they don't have enough draw so the record labels look at their numbers say everybody listening to you and they just cut them <laughs> Look at No oh. Name Gypsy. We heard No Name Gypsy on Chance to Rapper first project, and we waited years for a project. Shout out to No Name, because she got on Twitter alluding to the fact that her new album is on the way. Oh, okay. You know how that worked. That could very well be next year. She got on Twitter saying, this is the name of my new album, and it's coming soon. I'm trying to see who, who, 
who else are you putting in that category? I'm trying to most, see. I, I mean, most of them. No name. Um, Rhapsody, really? She's oh, been rap- Angel. Remember Angel Hayes? I do. Angel Hayes came out a couple years ago. She dropped the debut album. I thought it was really good. And I just, like, all those, I see her on Twitter all the time saying there's new music coming. And it, you, I never really hear the music. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like every five or six years, we get a huge wave of female artists. And the record labels always mismanage it. But I feel like mm-hmm. with the, but I feel like now, I feel like not you don't, you don't really need to depend on them like you used to, so they can easily drop a mixtape and people and if people really like it, they enjoy it. Yeah, but they don't really do that. Like female rappers don't really just drop a bunch of mixtapes. I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. I see, I was, I, I see Cuban Doll on YouTube every day with a new song, and I still ain't heard no project. <laughs> but I'm gonna say this, Corey. If you told people that female rappers are on the rise, and they said, "I don't believe you." You need more people. Who are the? If you had to tell them three female artists, they should definitely go check out. Who would those artists be? Rico Nasty, Asian Doll, and Rasfordy. Dope. Because I'm, you know I'm a definitely go. I've listened to Rico Nasty. You know I'm a big fan of Rasfordy. I'm definitely gonna go listen to um Asian Doll. Shout out to Asian Doll. She just signed with Gucci. Oh, she did. Yeah. 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 I, I, and I'm gonna tell you what's really fun about Asian Doll. I would listen to her music. I just kept saying, she reminded me of somebody, but I can't put my finger on it. And then she like posted a picture of her standing next to Gucci and she looked just like him. What? What? She... Okay, wait, wait, wait. In a good, she, in she a good like... way. In, in a good way. What do you, you mean in a good way, Paul? If Gucci, if Gucci, <laughs> if Gucci had a daughter, it would be Asian Doll. All right. Shot Asian Doll. So, wait, hold on. Weird the first way I said it. Yeah, it did. Like she looked like Gucci in a good way. Oh, nigga, what? <laughs> we talking about? I'm, I assume you mean new Gucci. So right with a lace front. I no no comment. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Pause to my thoughts. <laughs> but uh, that's all we got for this week. Uh, any closing remarks, Court? Oh wait. That's what I also forgot to say. Speaking of the double XL list and Kanye West, Lil Pump said he wants Kanye West to produce a song for his debut album because his song, his, song, his debut album is going to be called Harvard Graduate. Yeah. Do you think Kanye would do it? Kanye always said, listen to the kids. He'd be a hypocrite if he don't. You know what? You're absolutely right. Kanye, wherever you at, tell Saha the Prince he can wait another three years. We need we need a full Lil Pump project. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like, Kanye be producing and work with all the other young niggas. Like, why not Lil Pump? Like, why not? At this point, why not? Easy Gang coming soon. Easy Gang. Easy Gang. That shit gonna be hot. Easy Gang, Easy Gang, Easy Gang. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let this. I like Lil Pump's debut album. I wasn't crazy about Pump. it. It'd be interesting to see how he, um, if he gets a Kanye feature and, like, what he's trying to do with his music. If he's trying to, you know, be ambitious enough to try to get a Kanye feature. Cause a lot of people scared to ask. Yeah, and from like producers, I think it was like Knife Wonder. I forget who it was on Twitter, and they're saying why you never like. Might have been Alchemist. Maybe it was Mad Lib. It was one of them three. And I asked him like, why you never collab with this guy? Why you never collab with this guy? He said, I think it was Alchemist. I think it was Alchemist. Yeah, he said these niggas don't call me. Like I love working with them. 
they just don't call me. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Because I'm going to say this. When they come to Alchemist, the only three newer rappers, like, well, technically, they I knew now. But I used to hear him with Earl Sweatshirt from every now and then. And I hear him from Action Brunson every now and then. And out of all the new rappers, that was it. Oh, he, did, he worked with Vince some, too. And Matt? I didn't get Vince, too. Damn, Matt. And I feel like the yeah, only but- reason why he actually got to work with them is because all of them be around each other. Yeah, facts. And he probably showed up to the studio and them niggas just happened to be there. And they're like, hey, that's a, no, that's a dope beat you got there. Be, you know, it'd be cool if you gave you one, too. Shout out to the Alchemist. Shout out to him, man. Great producer. But anything else, Court? Um, uh, go ahead and pre-order Queen while you can. All right, Court. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna cut you off right there. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> trying to make me have to be the bad guy. Trying to leave. All right. Tune in this week for another episode of the Pop of the Bad Podcast.